You got two kids sitting in your car at the drive-in, and something happened in that front seat where she got a split nose right here and her hair yanked out. Okay, irregardless, number one, it shouldn't be happening around kids. Number two, it shouldn't be happening at all. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. It's very good to be back on air every single Wednesday, and uh, we've been doing it for a while since the beginning of the year. Uh, Welcome, if you're listening through my website, markscalia.com. Thank you. And if you're listening through Mixer, mixler mixler.com, I can say hi to you right now. Hi, Kim, Jason, Brendan, and Karen, and we have a mystery guest. And if you are listening through the website and you would like to participate in the chat, all you have to do is click the box that you're listening to, and it will zip you over to the uh, broadcasting website, which is Mixler.com. Sign in using an email address or a Facebook address, and then you can live chat uh, with me and all my wonderful listeners. Uh, And it's, uh, I'm not going to say the S word anymore. It's because it's, you know, <laughs> I, I start to do it before I actually do it. Let's just, uh, let's just start the uh, happening now monologue, shall we? Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And this is the part of the uh, the show where I get to... Uh, one-sided conversation, tell you what I think, tell you what I want, tell you what I'd like, tell you what I'm doing, and there are a lot of things going on. Uh, And again, I'm not going to say the S word, but I will say this. (laughs) When the weather people start threatening with the precipitation of the frozen variation, (laughs) they, they still try to scare you. They're like, oh, you know that, that, that clipper? That Alberta Clipper is supposed to come in and go away, but it's not. You know what's going to happen? It's going to linger and stay for a while. (laughs) Fuck yourselves. I'm just tired of you. I'm really, I'm just sick of it. And if we get an inch of it, it's like not even a big deal anymore. Like we're so accustomed. This is like an abusive relationship living in New England. I mean, now we're spoiled because all our sports teams were, were winning. But, you know, for a long time, the Red Sox, for a very long time, the Red Sox, and for a long time, the Celtics, and for a long time, the Bruins. And, you know, now everybody wins. Like the Red Sox win. Red Sox have won like, 
you know, they didn't win it all in almost, you know, 80 years, and then they win three, uh, four. I don't even know. I've lost track. Um, the Celtics have won. Uh, it's not since, you know, when I was a kid in junior high school. Um, the Bruins have won, not since I was a little kid. Uh, and it's just, and the Patriots, it's like, we're so, then we can't complain about the sports teams anymore. But now we complain about the weather because it's, it's such an abusive relationship. We're like, eh, fucking New England, these fucking things. It's unfucking believable, this whole fucking thing. And it's, it's like the worst. Um, let's see. I think the temperature was 17 degrees today. And it was like, wow. But yeah, it is. You get used to it. It's like a bad relationship. It's like, well, I didn't get hit today. It's a good day. <laughs> it's it's so sad, but it's so true. Um, and I speaking of, speaking of uh, abusive relationships, I did want to. <laughs> it almost got up to the twenties. Yeah, it's supposed to be raining this weekend, which is I guess good, but bad because the clogs are whatever. But speaking of uh, abusive relationships, not in a in a very funny kind of way. Um, Valentine's Day had just uh, passed. And uh, I will say this: I was working. I was in Manchester, Vermont, on uh, on Friday the thirteenth, and which is a long way to go for a punchline. Let me tell you that right away. Uh, it's very far away. And then it was supposed to be at Waterville, so I drove from uh, Manchester, Vermont, which is almost an hour away from Albany, just to put it in perspective. And I drove up to Waterville, which took five and a half hours, and the snow was coming down. And I drove through the snow. And then as I'm taking the exit, the agent calls me and says, hey, um, they may cancel the show tonight. And I said, I'm in Waterville. Turns out he had to cancel. And they canceled the show. And then I was uh, I was rebooked in Manchester, New Hampshire. So I had to drive, you know. But the good thing was I didn't have to drive for three and a half hours from Waterville home just so I could, you know, stay home and not drive in the, you know, the shitty weather. Um, but the point is Valentine's Day. My wife did this really nice thing because, of course, Valentine's Day was um, on the Saturday, which was, you know, I was working and she wasn't. Um, and she she put a card in my in my bag and she was hoping I wouldn't say it. And in the front, it says, be mine. It looks like one of those, you know, the ones we used to get when we were in like not even junior high school, like elementary school, big heart with a big arrow through it, and you open it up and it's blank. It says, things, I'm ha- things I love about you. Uh, poopy dance, which is a, poopy is our nicknames for each other, so I do this dance. And she goes, that face, when I do a face. Uh, how I call the cat, Epi, how I, his name is Epi, and I call him the loaf. Uh, when I run up the stairs with food. <laughs> how I make people laugh and how I make her laugh. My sense of humor, my smarts, my heart. Uh, well, these are all, they say your, but I'm, you know, whatever. <laughs> I got it because it sounds silly. Um, then it says, Happy Valentine's Day. I love you to pieces, not just because uh, every day you're shoveling. <laughs> and I'll play that later. And there's no one I'd rather hug that's all winter, which was really sweet. It was a very sweet card. And everybody went, oh, that's the sweet part, which is, it is. It was very sweet. And I said that on stage. Um, and, of course, everybody's like, they do that. You know, you know, the girl Karen does this, her niece does this, her sister does this. A lot of women I know do this. Awe is like I did it. Awe. Awe. It's a single-syllable word because it is one vowel and one consonant or a consonant 
you know, A-H, you know, A-W-H-H, whatever. But for some reason, girls go, oh, <laughs> it's like three fucking syllables out of it. And I did that on stage and that's what I got. So, but I wanted to wish a special bladed uh, Valentine's Day to my wife uh, because since I was driving and traveling and then I came back and I shoveled and then uh we did a, a gig that night i did not have a chance to even get a card and now easter cards are out so um happy valentine's day sweetheart um but this sunday uh is the academy awards the oscars are coming out so uh we may do that and i'm not a big uh oscar guy i don't care that much to me it's pretentious um you romantic you <laughs> <laughs> my wife um so i'm not i think it's i don't like award shows they're very pretentious but my wife and i we do this thing where we go see the animated shorts the academy nominated animated uh animated shorts which are great uh they're just fantastic and some of them are really good and they're very moving and everything so that's my uh, slowly getting into it so so I'm just keeping warm thoughts all the time because the spring is coming faster than you actually realize it. Um, do you remember the movie Twilight Zone when they actually made the movie and Scatman Crothers came back and he was kicking the can and he turned all the old people into young people and he says, I always wanted to be my own age but have fresh young minds. And I couldn't find the clip, so I figured I would just do that, so... So I'm trying to stay warm. But one of the best things, and I actually realized this today, my um, uh, I'm booking more shows and I'm doing more things. And now as a result of this show, um, maybe it's just the prolonged exposure to Radio Irregardless, which is, by the way, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless, hosted by me, Mark Scalia. Um, selfless promotion, but whatever. <laughs> um, not only is it, maybe it's because I'm just doing this show, but... I now have the ability to write far faster, which I never could do that. Usually I'd come up with an idea and then I'd be like, okay, I'll get to it. And then it would just sit. But now, like I had an idea yesterday and I I produced the thing, which I'm going to play for you guys today. And then about three o'clock, I came up with an idea um, today and I finished it. In four hours, which normally it would take like 10 hours. Um, but the two things I wanted to play with you, uh, play for you, because um, I didn't, uh, we're not going to play any games, but I'm going to play this. Because it's so depressing in, in the wintertime, I, uh, I thought of something. Um, I, I, I'm an actor, as some of you might know, and my guest tonight is actually a comic and an actor, which is actually very cool. Um, I was just thinking that, you know, a lot of actors, especially in the Boston area, we have to wait till films come here or we have to kind of look for things. We have to, we have to constantly try to, uh, rehearse our craft. And sometimes we, we have monologues, which is how a lot of, um, uh, films and uh, things are kind of auditioned for. A monologue is essentially one person talking. It's got some dramatic or comedic parts to it. And it, it all comes together with this kind of emotional uh, awareness uh, where which an actor can then display for an agent or a, a casting director or director or something like that. So I started thinking about this. I'm like, you know, I, in the wintertime, we eat quite a bit. And um, I was thinking, why not kill two birds with one stone? by creating um, something I, I like to call uh, the dramatic cookbook, where actors could practice their skills at acting and monologuing um, with 
actually cooking food. So, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to play for you the very first edition of the Dramatic Cookbook. Roasted chimichangas. One pound of purchased roasted chicken shredded. One 15-ounce can of pinto beans rinsed and drained. Half a cup of finely chopped onions along with half a cup of snipped fresh cilantro. Two teaspoons adobo sauce from canned chipotle peppers. Eight 12-inch flour tortillas. Vegetable oil for frying. One cup of Mexican crema. One cup refrigerated avocado dip. One cup crumbled queso fresco. One cup salsa. In a medium bowl, combine the chicken, pinto beans, onion, cilantro, and adobo sauce. Mix well. Place about half a cup of the meat bean mixture just below the center of each tortilla. Fold the bottom of each tortilla up and over the filling. Roll up and then secure with wooden toothpicks. In an extra large frying skillet, heat about half inch of vegetable oil over medium heat to 365. Fry the tortillas a few at a time for three and four minutes or until golden brown. Make sure they're crispy and heated through, turning once, then drain them on paper towels. To serve, top the chimichangas with crema, avocado dip, queso fresco, and salsa. And the Oscar goes to... That was a um, dramatic cookbook, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this was about, uh, I don't know if you can you get that overlay. That, a lot of emotion came out in that. Um, you know, it's very heartfelt. It's about people missing the chimichangas. <laughs> so that's, yeah. Next week, uh, to bring Brendan into it, there's going to be a couple horror ones too. I've got a different uh, different venues for all that. So. There was something else I wanted to do. Oh, I can't remember what it was. Oh, that's it. That's all I wanted to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to do. Uh, and when we come back, uh, you are going to get to listen uh, and speak and uh, absorb uh, a very, very funny uh, comedian and talented actor, Giovanni Abelizo. Abelizo. And I'm always pronouncing his name completely wrong. He's got a lot of vowels worse than mine. Giovanni Abeliso. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless. We will be right back after these messages. What the fuck? Yeah. Snow, several inches on the house tonight. Sweep the porch and steps, and it'll be fine. All this snow is make me lose my mind. I just wanna see it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> 
In the house, just woke up, looking out the window, snow's on top. Non-stop blue lights on the spot, gotta move my car, off the block. Where to park, I got to know, tight spots, cool temps, cause I got to go. Half an inch, then some more, when would stop, I got to know. Snow, I'm slipping on the streets, like Drano, I got nowhere to park, cause the garage is a no-go, I gotta park! Yeah, that's the deal, and I'm left with put a chair in the spot where my car was just resting. Hey, get your shovels out the house tonight. Tire spinning, it's a real bad grind. And the weathermen, they lose their minds. We just want to see it. Every day I'm shoveling. Shoveling, shoveling. Step up fast. The first kid with the shovel earns some cash. I'm losing money, but don't be mad. Now, kids, snow is bad. One more stone for us. Another round, please fill up my cup. Don't mess around. We just want to see you shovel now. Now you want to be you shovel now. Get up, bend down. Lift that snow up off the ground. Get up, bend down. Lift that snow up off the ground. Get up, bend down. Lift that snow up off the ground. Lift that snow up off the ground. Lift that snow up off the ground. Get up, 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 get up. Lift that snow up off the ground. Lift that snow up, lift that snow up, lift that snow up, lift that snow up. We're getting more snow tonight. Do I look like I'm having a good time? We're all gonna fucking lose our minds. Everybody, it's winter time. Oh no! Oh no! It's not snowing again. Fuck that! Every day I'm shoveling. Clean your car off. Really, clean off your fucking car. Here we go. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via Skype is the aforementioned Giovanni Abeliso. <laughs> You were, t- were you depressed at your chimichanga? Oh, there's the, there's my listening audience for you. They love you. Just fantastic. So you were having a chimichanga. <laughs> well, there was originally that bit was supposed to be called uh, depressa piece. <laughs> so. so so, oh, wait a minute. Oh, you can't hear him. I got you. Oh, we missed all that. So I'll tell you what. <laughs> he was eating a chimichanga, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so joining me on the guest. Yeah, I had your volume down because I was doing something else. And I remembered what, what other bit I was supposed to do. Today's, uh, before I get into, into uh, you, Giovanni, um, today is Ash Wednesday. Did you know that? Yeah. It's Ash Wednesday. And I had... You know, I had a bit all prepared, and now I can't fucking find it. It's like, let's see, is it Ash Wednesday? I know I did it. I know I might have burned it. I don't know. No, I didn't. (laughs) 
You know what it is? <laughs> check, check. There we go. There we are. We're back. I don't know what happened. It's those non-union engineers, it man. Was, <laughs> it was non-union engineers. <laughs> you know what it is? I opened... Uh, there I am. Yeah. I opened up the bit. And I had it. I had it somewhere, and I was looking for it. Uh, it's right fucking here. Are you shitting me? All right, you know <laughs> something. So here's the thing. I'll do the setup again because we weren't broadcasting before. So okay. Here's the here's the setup. The setup is about a year ago. Um, I did a. Uh, it was ha- it was Passover. It was just how it was Ash Wednesday and Passover, but Passover was the more predominant holiday, or I think I missed Ash Wednesday and Passover kind of. So I did this bit from the History Channel, which was from the fucking History Channel. I don't know why I got shit from it, where it was kind of funny and it was glitchy, and you know this is kind of making fun. And then at some point, the religion, too many religious stuff, so it got crazy. So I figured, hey, today's Ash Wednesday, so let's have a little fun with catholicism so uh ladies and gentlemen this is from the history channel so don't get mad at me this is from the history channel wednesday at nine on history made every day how to understand the meaning of lent the season of lent is a time for sacrifice and reflection as the church waits to celebrate the resurrection of christ from the cross i'll be back learn the history and tradition behind the celebration you will need a sacrifice and prayer. I'm bad, and that's good. I will never be good, and that's not bad. There's no one I'd rather be than me. Lent is a time meant to reflect the 40 days that Jesus wandered and fasted in the desert. You live in a fucking desert! The color purple is often used as it is a mourning color to signify Christ's suffering. You will never forget the color purple. Directed by Steven Spielberg. Celebrate Ash Wednesday. Crosses are marked on the foreheads of members of the church using ashes to remind parishioners of their mortality. Lent is a time of reflection meant to draw you closer to your relationship with God. I'll have what she's having. Wednesday at 9 on History, made every day. All right, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. I, I don't know why anybody would be offended by that. No idea. No idea. Jason's going to give up on happiness after that. So so there's, so it's Lent, and I learned some things about uh, Lent. Um, do you know why they call it, uh, well, Mardi Gras is Fat Tuesday, and they call it Fat Tuesday because they weren't, uh, like, from between today, Ash Wednesday, and Easter, according to the uh, tradition, um, is you're not supposed to have any fat from any animal. So, technically, you don't eat meat, and that, so no animal with fat. So, you can have fish, uh, which fish has fat in it anyway, but it's like, so, but... Mardi Gras, it's Fat Tuesday, but Carnival, do you know what Carnival means for you and my listening audience? Do you know what it means? I don't know. That's what comes every year in the summer, and well, it's, we all ride the Ferris wheel. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's Carnival. It's, 
different. So, but no, carnival, 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 or carnival, or carnival is from the Latin last meat. Carny, you know, carny is carnivorous, and carnival, last meat. So that's where it comes from. And you're not supposed to have, you see, you learn some shit on this show. You learn some stuff on this show. (laughs) Well, Val, so Val must be last. Yes. So like Val Kilmer is like the last Kilmer. Yes, he ate them all. (laughs) He ate ate all the rest of them. There are no more Kilmers because he ate, he is the last Kilmer. He ate them all. He got exactly. progressively and, uh, bigger. Once he goes, that's it. We're done with Kilmer's. You know? <laughs> We've had, we don't need any more. He is the last. I am the last. <laughs> so that was a long way to go, especially for a punchline. And I figured out why the sound went out is because I, when I open up the uh, Adobe sound booth, it commandeers all the sound, all the uh, drivers. So that's why we lost sound so for that. Like Adobe. It's, it? it's so. It's no, that's why so... I that's why I dropped Adobe as a Facebook friend. <laughs> I just like defriended Adobe. I was like, I've might, had enough of you, you. You might as well. Lent is only <laughs> when Lent is only forty days. I count forty six. Yeah, there was always forty six days between Lent and Easter. But the forty days uh, is the forty days that Jesus was fasting in the desert, and the forty is the forty years that the Jews were in the you know in bondage or in not in bondage, but they were in their forty years without a country or with a de- I don't even know because I'm not Jewish, so I don't know a lot of that. Um, and the other forty is the forty days and. 40 40 nights of, of Noah. Like, 40 is a big fucking number for the Bible, apparently. It's a big number. Yeah. Everybody. No, I mean. At my uh, my 40th birthday was pretty good, so I can't complain. So. <laughs> Alibaba, didn't he have 40 thieves? He I did. Mean, there were 40 thieves, and they were, they were, uh, they were was it, 40, uh, 40 shades of gray? <laughs> the other 10 yes. don't count. So. That was the prequel. The prequel. 40 plus 10. Shades of gray. <laughs> but enough about all that. Giovanni, uh, tell the listening audience about you and about what you do and stuff like that since we're having some fun here. Uh, you know, um, I, I try to have fun. I I, am, uh, I do stand-up uh, improv. I'm also in an improv troupe, Rebels Without Applause. And then I do some <laughs> acting, and I've, I've done some interesting, cool stuff. Um, probably the best so far I was in that uh, – uh, the Ulvis video on Massachusetts where the, uh, you know, the Norwegian guys. And uh, I was one of the priests in that. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. If, if you guys if you guys aren't familiar with that, they're the same guys that uh, did the same band that was called, uh, that did What Does the Fox Say? Exactly. They, did, they did a Massachusetts video. And it's a, kind of a spoofy kind of video as well. It's yeah, it's spoofy and it's just funny and there's a lot of weird things in there. Duh. It starts off kind of normal and then it goes into crazy la la land, which makes it so bizarre. But um, but yeah, so I've done that and uh, I was in American Hustle. My back appeared in. Um, I got cut out of the movie, but my back appeared and I appear in the trailer. <laughs> so next to Amy Adams uh, and um, what do you mean next? Person- no, Amy Adams wasn't cut from that movie. No, not Amy Adams. She wasn't cut. This is where Amy Adams takes off that fur coat, reveals that bathing suit that's very skimpy. And I'm in the background, like just like eight, ten feet away, whatever. And I'm lifted up my hands, and you can see my hairy back. Yeah. And some person on an entertainment thing said I looked like the ghost of Ernest Borgnine. 
You know something? <laughs> you, 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 work, you work so hard to get in a film. You finally get in a film. They cut most of it, but then they leave you in the fucking trailer, and that's the fucking review you get. Yeah, and, you it's know, bullshit. I mean, you could kind of see my coin slot, too, because uh, the baby. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> People are now Googling this thing. <laughs> Because they want to see this horrific picture. Well, just so you know, I just put in your name, your website, your Twitter feed, and rebels, uh, rebelsimprov.com uh, so they could check you out. Because my listening audience, they um, not only, well, if you're in the chat, you can see it, but then I actually have to, if you're listening through my website, you actually can't. But um, it's, it's Giovanni, and I'll spell it out for everybody who's listening, G-I-O-V-A-N-N-I, and that's Abelizo. A B L, I'm sorry, A L A B I S O, and that would be the same thing at www.beforeitandthenafterit.com, <laughs> and at the Twitter feed would be the same exact thing without the www without the com, and then rebelsimprov.com. You can go to that. So, so how long you been? Uh, how long you been a stand up? Which which came first, stand up or acting? Because that's a um, that's a that's a bug well, at me. Actually, improv came first, I guess, and then uh, improv, then stand up, and then acting. And um, you know, I think that's the right order. And uh, I I started doing improv. A friend of mine who was funny. We were at a I was at a ski party with forty of my closest friends, and we uh, we we had a little bit to drink, and um, ended up doing karaoke. Had red bulls on my head doing Talking Heads songs. Um, <laughs> And that's when he said, hey, I've got a group that I'd like you to meet. He couldn't tell me anything about it at the time, but he said, just come with me. So I said, oh, you know, that, there's an offer I can't refuse. So <laughs> I did it. And it was an improv troupe. So. Oh, very cool. Well, you know the, you know the hierarchy, right? The, hier- the hierarchy? Yes. Improv? Remember our performance hierarchy. Legitimate theater, musical theater, stand-up, ventriloquism, magic, mime. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the... It's a Mine. long way I to go. I can't wait to get there. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of guys that I actually work with or have worked with that have been mimes. And I did a, I did a show for young audiences where the two guys actually started it. One of them was a mime, um, which you know to do, to be a mime is it's really you know it's unfair because it's really difficult to be a mime but it's like the lowest rung it's like the nobody nobody gives a shit about mimes it's like but it's so hard Not to be a, a mime call for it no no because uh you know we have talkies you can, yeah. <laughs> you're doing talkies now so that doesn't make any sense so Although you it's interesting though because mimes i mean they have to be you know, very expressive. And when uh, the movie a few years ago, the artist one, yeah. the artiste, I guess, and uh, and there was no talking. It was silent movie. And, you know, there were people who were outraged. How could that win? It's silent. It's like, you know, that's a lot of hard acting, really, to, you know, for the expressions and everything and, and just to really connote what's really going on in the movie. So, yeah, yeah. But mine's a lot of work. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a tremendous amount of work, and you know a lot of. Uh, I mean, they do get help, you know, in the in silent films with the the fonts because you know if you underline it, if you type it, you bold it, uh, you can really express it that way. <laughs> oh yeah, and the amount of exclamation points. I mean, you know, if right. you've got twenty of them, yeah, they're really angry. Then you know that is angry. <laughs> <laughs> so you started as uh, improv, and then went to stand up. And how long you been? Uh, how long you been? Uh, Stand up then? Oh my God! I don't know. I've been doing this maybe 
close to 10 years now. Oh, wow. Good uh, for you. And acting? Yeah, acts. Um, I've been in a lot of movies, do some independent stuff. I get in some of the, I've been featured a few times in some of the good movies, but, you know, again, some stuff gets cut and I was standing next to Catherine Keener and Captain Phillips for the end scene. And then next thing I know, when the movie comes out, it got cut because they, the scene that they ended on was much more powerful than the scene they were going to do. So, um, which is, you know, that's logical. what they do. That's what they do. But, yeah, exactly. You know, so hey, I've got friends of mine who've been, you know, had some roles and then those roles got cut. They had lines and the lines got cut. So, yeah. you know, you never know until it gets through editing. So. Well, my wife was in, uh, she was in Gone Baby Gone. She had a big scene. Uh, I think it was towards the end of the movie. I'm not even sure. It was like this huge thing. And then they cut the scene. And I, uh, I only know she was in the movie one because we were dating at the time. And two, uh, you know, she gets residual checks from a movie. Technically, she was never in. I mean, it's not like you know, it costs them more to send the fucking check. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, crazy. I got one for eighteen cents. Oh, uh, yeah, and I haven't seen another one. That was two years ago. Hey, big spender. There you go. <laughs> So why don't, why don't we do this, Giovanni? We're going to take, because uh, I uh, I sucked up a lot of the time. So I, we're going to take our second break, and when we come back, um, I think we're going to, I think I'm going to play a little game with you, because you seem like a fun guy. We're going to, you're not a mushroom, but you seem like a fun guy. Womp, womp, womp. So, but we're um, we're going to come back, and I'm going to play a game with you. Ladies and gentlemen, you are, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We will be literally right back. Tracy Jane, ah, you should be listening to Mark Scalia on Radio Irregardless every single chance that you get. And hey, what, the Irregardless, is that like your Italian thing? Is that like a not for nothing or, I mean, no disrespect? Hey, listen to Radio Irregardless. And you're back at Radio Wear, regardless, with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was my problem because I really didn't play a commercial in that bit, which fucking sucked. So <laughs> I, was, I was like, this is what happens when I spend all, like, I come up with, like, a really good idea. And then I barely even play the Ash Wednesday thing. I came up with that at, like, 3 o'clock, 3.30, wrapped it up around 8.15, called you, did the show, you know, we did the, the pre-show thing, and then I did my actual show prep for the fucking show, and I'm like, okay, I got this, and I'm like, no, I don't, I don't have this one at all, yeah. <laughs> a fucking nightmare, oh, it's gonna be so much more better when I have an actual show, so, but <laughs> joining me, ladies and gentlemen, on the, uh, via Skype, is Giovanni Abelizo. And, uh, no, is, is it, uh, are you, am I butchering it? I think I'm butchering it every yeah, time. Yeah, you are butchering it. I that's, am. That's, that's okay. Jeff butchers it too. And a lot of people, and they've butchered it. I have, re I think I'm going to put together. Oh, like it's, a you know what it is? I'm saying Allah. I'm saying Allah. It's, it's Allah. Yeah. It's Allah. And then Biso. Allah Bizo. Yes. Yeah. Allah Bizo. You're saying Abalaza. Oh, I keep saying that. You know oh. what it is? It looks like it says Alab. I'm like, <laughs> don't yeah, let, you know when I was a kid, I looked it up. I tried to, I try to figure out like what your it heritage, meant. yeah. And it, I think it might mean of the beast. Um, 
and which is appropriate because it's Ash Wednesday. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it doesn't. Um, not to me. It could mean two doves. It, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Did you ever look it up? Now, you know what my listener is going to do? My listener is going to look it up right now. They're going to look it up. They're going to look uh, it up. You know what I really think it means? What? Chimichanga. It. <laughs> A it chicken, means chimichanga. A chicken. It's a chicken. It's a roasted chicken chimichanga. Exactly. Oh, next week. I can't even tell you. Next week. I, I don't know what we got going on next week. I think we're doing baked ziti next week. <laughs> oh, we should have done that tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it should well, be comfort food, though. It really should. You yeah, should. yeah. You know, hey, that's okay. That's okay. I'm going to I'm gonna have to eat something after this, tell but, you. But uh, all this food talk. Oh, me too. I had, I had, uh, I, I get turkey backs and the, uh, like, and people get all bummed out. Like, you know, like they have turkey usually in the front and the, where the chicken is. And they, I do turkey backs. They have wings and, and legs and thighs and stuff, but I get the turkey backs because a turkey back and a turkey neck is like a dollar 20. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's got the equivalent meat of like, I don't know, 10 chicken wings. So instead of me eating 10 chicken wings, which takes up more. I just do a turkey back, and I season it myself. Turkey, and back. I, turkey back, and of course, my wife's sister comes in. She goes, "He's eating turkey backs." Ah! <laughs> you know, and I'm like, that's, "That's a Friday's commercial, isn't it?" Is it? I don't know. Isn't? Yeah. He's bringing they want their turkey back, backs. turkey back, turkey back. They that's want their turkey they... back, turkey back, turkey back. <laughs> that's baby backs. I don't eat oh. baby baby oh, backs. Yeah. Are far more expensive. Yes. Unless that's you get weird. A, that's a little weird. I, I don't know if I'd ever eat turkey back. If I see it on a menu, I might try it. Yeah, you know they're fairly expensive unless they they're Chinese. Um, so anyway, <laughs> womp womp. So here's what we're gonna do. Hey, did you hear? Did you hear? Just a quick one. Yeah. The Chinese uh, in China, they recalled a whole bunch of uh, donkey meat because uh, it got mixed in with fox meat. <laughs> yeah, people in China, just like us, they only want a piece of ass. <laughs> It's true story. <laughs> wow, I don't, I don't trust the Chinese. They are so against humans and the environment. They've invented a car that runs on people. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. They don't care. That would be awesome. They would be. It would like. He's like, "Who's your baby?" <laughs> you throw it in there. Anyway. And you go down the street. You'd have to run people over, scoop them up, and that would be more energy for the car. Yeah. It would- it's like it's literally like a car that runs on air. It just just run around hitting feet. It's like Death Race, the original one, not the one with the <laughs> yeah. It's the one with the Sylvester Stallone and um oh what's his name? Uh, he was uh, um oh my god did, Val Kilmer? No, uh, <laughs> no, no, not Val Kilmer. <laughs> he was uh, in Kung Fu, and he was in Kill uh, Bill. He was Bill in Kill Bill. Uh, um, Carradine. What? Carradine. His name was Carradine. Oh, Bruce. Bruce Carradine. No, was it Bruce Carradine or, or Keith? Oh, Lee. No. There oh. was like two of them. Oh, David. It was David. Was for, Kim. I should just ask my listeners. They know everything. It was David Carradine. It. Yes. David. David. Car- Car- Keith Carradine was the other. There's another Carradine. Yeah. David this- Carradine actually, um, he, he hung himself because he was masturbating. He did. Uh, he did that auto erotica. Yeah, he did the auto auto erotica uh, auto asphyxiation. Erotica asphyxia, yeah, asphyxiation. Yeah. I don't do it because I would know how to say it if I did it, but I don't. 
I, I don't well, understand that. That's test for doing it. Yeah, he <laughs> did how to pronounce it to do it. He did it in Thailand. You know, the thing is, I don't understand that. I mean, I think I'm like everybody else. I think masturbation is pretty cool. I've never found the, the need yeah. to choke myself while I do it. Yeah, me neither. No. Um, you know. I mean, let uh, somebody else choke like me. Feet in like a, a basin of water with a little salt. Um, I've done that. That's kind of cool during masturbation. But okay. other than that. That is so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean to hear about it. I mean to do it. Why would you? Why? <laughs> well, because my feet get a little sore. Yeah, you know? but so I'd, like, I'd worry. I get into it. I might splash and then wet the computer and then it's over. It's fucking over. So. Oh, you use com- Oh yeah. I, yeah, I just have a standard picture I use, and no, I just tape it. To the no, wall. I think if 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 human beings were supposed to be monogamous, they would only they would stop jerking off to the same picture. Um, <laughs> anyway, True. that's a good point. <laughs> so let's do this. I'll tell you what. <laughs> okay. so now on that note, it makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. Giovanni, we're gonna play. If you can't say something nice, if you can't say something nice, you warthog-faced buffoon. Don't. Nothing at all. Yes, this is if you can't say something nice, uh, where I play a sound clip uh, from a movie of somebody insulting somebody else, and you have to guess the movie of which the insult comes. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll play an old one so that you, uh, so that you know. So what are you saying? It, no, no, I'm just kind of playing it again. <laughs> It'll be something like if I said this. You stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Now, what movie is that from? You stuck-up, oh. half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Frozen? Ah. <laughs> Close. She was on Hoth when she said it. That's from Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Oh wow! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just a, really. I know. I, I don't know. I could be very bad at this. That I would could be very bad. Well, at most this, of yes. my listeners are pretty bad at a lot of things, but this is uh this is where you get to play against my listening audience. And Brendan, uh, who was on, uh, popped off, and uh, that's fine. Uh, we'll get him back maybe at some point because he's always here, and then he has to go sometimes. He's um, probably doing that thing with the basin of water with his feet I mentioned. No, he won't. He's he's got a podcast coming up. He's probably prepping for that. I think his first podcast is this Tuesday, and uh, he's got a his podcast is called "This Is Why Aliens Don't Come," <laughs> which is funny. Uh, so you're it's because it's uh, you and I are speaking via Skype where converse, our conversation is almost instantaneous. So you have a tactical advantage that way uh, where opposed my listeners may be listening on a delay based on the internet and their own processor and their device and such and such and such. But there are three of them or actually four technically if the guest wants to sign in. Uh, but those are the people who are, have the ability to actually go against you. And they're more of them than of you, so that's your disadvantage. So if you get it right, you'll get this. That is correct. And if you get it wrong, you'll get this. That ain't right. Yes, that was <laughs> Jimmy Conn. I'll be your friend if I can kick your ass. Anyway. <laughs> so here's the first one. Uh, this one's a little tricky. And the listeners are all cracked up, ready to go. Then knuckles are gone. And here we go. The first... Uh, the first two is seven seconds, and the third one is ten. And they're movies from, uh, let's see, I'll give you some hints. The first movie is about, oh my goodness, this movie's got to be close to probably 15 years old by now, maybe 
Yeah, 15 years old. Here we go. Hey, man, what's wrong with that breath? I can smell it over here. Reggie, your breath is so sting, people look forward to your fart. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll play it again. Uh. Hey, man, what's wrong with that breath? I can smell it over here. Reggie, your breath is so sting, people look forward to your fart. Oh. What is wrong oh. with your breath? It's, it's right. Eddie Murphy is delivering the line. Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. No, but you have to guess the movie. He's talking to a comic on stage known as Reggie. And it is Eddie Murphy. And he's he's insulting the comic on stage. And it's from a movie. Uh, I got it. Scroll up. I, I didn't. No, you said Eddie Murphy. Oh, the nutty prefer oh the nutty professor. Yes, Kim Sento got it before. Ah. Uh, it's from the nutty professor where he is actually insulting um uh Dave Chappelle playing so giovanni you get this yeah, that ain't right yes because you didn't even try and of course kim santo gets well, this I did. that is I correct you did you got something but you didn't get the right thing so this one's tough this movie is let's see this movie's got to be close to 30 years old i'd say that wow. 30 years old and uh i'll give you a hint it's really you if you guess who's speaking you may guess the movie here we go you can always tell when Barnett's been over my house. The toilet ain't never flushed and the cat's pregnant. <laughs> Play it again. You can always tell when Barnett's been over my house. The toilet ain't never flushed and the cat's pregnant. <laughs> you can always tell when Barnett's been at my house. Oh my God, Jason Body. Any guesses? Do you know who's... Uh, you can always tell when Barnett's been over my house. Do you know who's speaking? Um, David Hasselhoff? I have no, no idea. <laughs> That's actually Sylvester Stallone. Oh my god, yeah, okay. And he's he's got kind of a he's kind of a twang. So it's in one of oh, Sylvester yeah. Stallone's most terrible movies. Rhinestone. Oh my god. Yep. And you know something, Jason I've got to forget that movie. J Dolly Parton was in that. Yes, she was. That ain't right. Oh no. So you get that, yeah. and of course. Jason, you get this. That is correct. Yes, Dolly Parton was in both parts of that. <laughs> so, she's both the, uh, the left and the right parts. Um, and it was bad. It was about, he was, he, I guess he was like a race car driver or something. I don't know what he was. But they tried to, it was like um Prince and Popper thing. They tried to make him a country singer. And he was terrible. <laughs> he actually yeah. sang in it. He was a cab driver. That. That's right. He was a cab driver. He was driving against David Carradine in Death Wish, and he was <laughs> no, he was a cab driver. It was fucking terrible. So, uh, Giovanni, you've been systematically eliminated, but just oh, for perfect. fun, just for fun, <laughs> let's play this one. This this movie is actually, I think, as old or almost in the same. I think it's late '80s. This movie came out, maybe early '90s. Here we go. Classic movie though. Ten seconds. Here it goes. Hit me in the chest with that. I'd kill you. Yeah? From what I hear, you couldn't hit water if you fell out of a fucking boat. Ow! <laughs> See, that one I know. Really? Yeah. Oh, what is it? It's uh, Bull Durham, Kevin Costner. You're right, but my listeners got both of them before you! <laughs> that ain't right. Well, that's because I said that one I know. Yeah, that's why you should just say you know it instead of... Instead of saying, hey, oh, I know that. I thought I was eliminated, though. <laughs> you are. You were. You, now, it's just, it's. they just put the nail in the coffin. <laughs> they just, bam, bam. Oh. 
Yes, it was oh, Boulder. I, I thought you, I couldn't play. That's what I thought you meant. Oh, oh well. no, no, no. You've been systematic. I think you've been. I got to tally up the scores when we come back from break. Uh, but that shouldn't take a long time at all. Um, Can I get like a half point? <laughs> no, no, no. We <laughs> don't. Right. We don't. We don't deal with half points here. <laughs> we don't deal with half points at all in this business. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I will. We're going to take a break. Congratulations, listeners. I think. But when we come back, uh, we'll tabulate scores and get our final. Uh, five minutes with Giovanni. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Air Godless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And again, joining me uh, over the via the internet airwaves known as Skype, Giovanni Alabizo. Yeah. <laughs> Always get you it get right. I got I got half a point. Oh, by the way, I did. I tabulated all the points, and you were uh, horribly dismembered. Um, but for the <laughs> lack of, we'll just say they beat you by one uh, thousand. Okay. So that's fine. So, so we've been having some fun, and uh, it's it's great. You know, you and I have never worked on the same show together. That uh, no, I'm... that's not true. Have well, we? Well, it was uh, the only time. I mean, we've known each other for a while, but uh, was at the dog bar up in Gloucester. And oh my god, we were both there at the same time. Right, but I've never done a. Oh wait a minute, because you weren't earlier that show. I might have been, yeah. I don't know what the, but we were both there. We both did stuff. That was the first time I saw you perform live. Yeah, so. that that was my that was my twentieth anniversary, and I had called yeah, up Steve Scarfo, and I came down, and and I was thinking about, yeah, that, but but yeah, that's the only time, and that was shit five years ago. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, so but we've never, well, we never might have, yeah, we've never technically shared the stage together, maybe in a even in a showcase. I don't know because I don't. Maybe you were on stage. I know if you were there, then fuck it. That's it. That counts. <laughs> Long way to go. So, but I'll, I but I, I do this with all my guests. Um, and before and, and before I get to this, I do want to actually post it. Um, your upcoming dates are on your website and your in your uh, Twitter and you tweet it. You tweet you tweet jokes all the fucking time. Yeah, you tweet things constantly. Uh, so, guys, you got to follow him because he's he's constantly like. I know that the thing about the horse, the the, ja- the the donkey and the fox wasn't it wasn't that funny. I'll be honest with you, uh, it just wasn't. Uh, you know, but so everybody's bad day. I mean, I I you know I had a dramatic cookbook fucking segment and forgot about, it, but it was Ash Wednesday. Whatever, everybody has a bad day. But the, his like his bad day is like thirty five seconds. My bad day is a half a week. So you got to follow him on Twitter. And do that, and hopefully we'll get to work together on a stage at some point. Yeah, we should plan something. Who we, knows? That yeah. would be good. Well, you got a lot of stuff coming up. 
but we'll get to the we'll get to promotion. But I do want to get into this um, because you've been doing it ten years. I, I ask this of all my guests. I'd like to hear about your first time on stage, where, no matter what stage it was, uh, your best time on stage, which is always a fantastic story, and then of course your worst time on stage, which makes everybody else except you laugh. So if you would, if you wouldn't mind, please tell me and my listening audience about your first best and worst. Oh, well, I guess the first would have to be Sally O's, uh, Sally O'Brien's in, uh, uh, Union Square. Yeah. Union Square. Uh-huh. Two minutes. And God, I was so nervous and, uh, I didn't even take the microphone out of the stand <laughs> and it was, and so I just stood there with this thing that, and, and it had the bass. The bass was, um, like one of those old school bases that you find like in an auditorium and I stepped on it. And every time I stepped on it, it pulled the microphone in and it hit me on the lips. Was it a, was it a round? I, was it a round bass? And, I, and it made the sound and I recoiled my oh, head gosh. and probably rolled my eyes because it was a bit of a shock that I hit myself in the head. And I did it a couple of times and that was the first time I did stand up. You did it a couple of times in two minutes. <laughs> that's funny. It was, it was rough. Um, that is funny. Uh, the best time was probably, I'd have to say, down at Foxwoods last summer, and um, it was just great. I had a really good set and a lot of fun. Might have been a 150, 200 people there, and uh, I was on with a lot of people that you'd know. Um, it was a real crowded field. Didn't advance, but um, mm. it was a lot of fun. That was probably my best time. Nice. And, and, uh, and the worst, worst. time. Um, <laughs> Which, I don't, know how it could, I don't know how it could be better than the first story, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know. It. Uh, I was at the Calderwood Pavilion, and um, there was maybe a hundred people there. This guy responded to an ad and didn't know this guy from a hole in the wall. And the night of the show, he ended up not showing up. His assistant was there. Vinny Vela had come up from New York, and he and he told him, "I want to be juiced before the show." And the kid had no idea what that meant. And I was like, "Oh my god, just pay him!" Who the fuck you know, is Vinny like, Vela? Vinny Vela, um, comedian, uh, actor. He was on Sopranos. Uh, has um, you know? Is uh, let's just tell people, hey, look him up online, and you understand what I'm talking oh. about, okay? Um, so, uh, oh, but Vinny, it was Vinny pretty- Vela. I'm- googling him right now yeah i and i i did not have a great set and because i was afraid that somebody was gonna um get whacked that night uh, really <laughs> he has vinnie, his own vinnie vela yeah, yeah. but uh that was probably the worst i just kind of i don't think anything i did hit um and uh didn't get paid <laughs> just, really and just got uh yeah my friend uh, doug and i who had answered the ad we were just kind of staring at each other didn't know what to do and needless to say i've never worked for this guy again so um <laughs> <laughs> but you got out of it alive which is good but, uh, exactly that was the best part you know not dying i mean dying on stage is one thing dying in real life on stage is another thing entirely no Vinny uh, vela i'm looking at him now he does stand up yeah, he, he he was he would go around the country doing it, I guess. And this guy got him to come up with the promise he'd get paid. And but oh well, I mean, guy, he probably what he does is he goes up there and he tells soprano stories. I would imagine. 
Oh, maybe. I don't know what he was oh, going to do. You, I've did, never did, heard him. Did um, you stick around? No, nah, he was, huh? Oh, no, he took off. Because he didn't get uh, paid. Because he didn't get paid. And he, and he looked at me and, and my friend Doug, and he's like, shook my hand, said, see you around, boys. You know, and it's like, you know, and took off. And his, his, um, his very large assistants were with him as well. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness! This is at where Foxwoods? I uh, know it was in uh, the South End at the Calderwood uh, Pavilion. Oh, um, yeah. So, so um, he drove all the way to New York and did get paid. Yeah, no, nah, that that's didn't why happen. I was afraid somebody was gonna, you know, oh, what a dick. get um get a little um <laughs> you know hurt. You think? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you think? Maybe yep. if he if he is indeed connected. But anyway, well that's. That's actually more of a scary story than a funny story, but I'll go with it. Oh, you funny? I thought you said worst. Yeah, your worst story. Yeah, that's your worst. That's my worst. Yeah. But I I always see, usually when when somebody says the worst time, you know, the worst gig I've ever had, you know, the worst is like, you know, I was there and then they were throwing bottles at me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, no, I I caught the bottle. (laughs) Um, Yeah. The, uh, The knife, though, got me. Just, um, I just took that's it on the why side. I, limp. I took it on the side. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. you know, it was I'm good. It was, uh, you know, it's a, it's a scratch. Yeah. <laughs> well, Giovanni, <laughs> oh my God, man. Hey, you know, we definitely got to, we definitely got to work together at some point. And I know you got a bunch of stuff coming on. What do you, what do you want, uh, what do you want to promote? What do you want to tell my listeners about? I know you got the, you're doing the improv thing, you're doing the acting thing, and uh, of course you're doing the stand up thing. But you got a couple things coming up uh, in this neck of the woods, don't you? Yeah, um, I, I think the next thing coming up is this Saturday. Uh, it's an improv um, improv show at the um, Democ- Democracy Center in Cambridge, 8 o'clock. Uh, that's right in Harvard Square. And you can find that on Rebels Improv or my website. And then, I mean, the next um, uh, stand-up is going to be at uh, Tapley Hall in Danvers, um, and that might be listed on the website. I don't have the date in front of me. Okay. Um, but don't you have something one. coming up? You have, uh, um, what is it? The, the, uh, the onion town variety show coming up. Yeah. That's the Tapley show. Onion okay, town variety Tapley. show. Okay. So that's probably, uh, March 13th. Okay. Oh, that's coming uh-huh. up. St. Patrick's yeah. day coming there. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, was oh, that St. Patrick's day? St. Patrick's, Patrick's day that's is 17th. What, the 17th, right? Yeah. yeah 17th. But yeah, coming in, coming in that area. It's always the second Friday, and it's a small little place, but you know we can pack like you know thirty, forty people in there. So nice. But yeah, so it's pretty cool. But um, yeah, so those are the next things coming up. All right. Well, I wish yeah. you well, and hopefully, you know, American Hustle will come out with an extended Blu-ray edition with which includes yeah. more back hair. I guess I actually smoked <laughs> a joint in that, so hopefully it does. You smoked. <laughs> Was it a, a real one? Joint. Yeah, they always a did the fake joint, ones. Yeah, they, oh, they yeah. made a smoke on set, which was awesome. They were passing out yeah. those the the clove cigarettes, which was so cool. And I'm like, I'm actually smoking, you know, a clove cigarette because I, I I quit smoking. And I'm like, okay, give me a fucking fake cigarette. And I'm like, give me another one. It's like they go so best. <laughs> But yeah, we got to work, and uh, you know, maybe we'll get to do something on set as well. I know that you're, you know, you're still in the, you're in the in between, between 
joining and not joining the union and we had our we had our conversation about that earlier but right. but i'm sure i'll see you on set uh at some point a lot of films are coming by yeah, and, i'm on um david o russell's new movie so oh really uh, i yeah they cut my hair made gave me a mullet so um i don't know what i'm gonna be doing but i'm waiting for them to call me well, so but they already cut my hair and fitted me well hopefully it'll be more than actually yeah when i when i grew my hair out uh, for American Hustle, you had to grow it all out and then yeah. grew the beard and I had a mustache. <laughs> Which, you know, there were like 300 of it and nobody got, and they cut most of that fucking scene too. Uh, I hate him. I fucking hate David <laughs> Russell. But I loved, I loved the fact that you were here tonight. Giovanni, thank you so much for joining us hey, uh, on Radio Regardless. Out, I appreciate thank it. So and we'll definitely see you around the circuit. Sounds great. All right, take care, my friend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Giovanni Alabizo, and I just said it right again for the second time. Um, but we're running tight because I'm again trying to keep the show to an hour. Always trying to keep. Uh, thank you, very funny guy. Yeah, and definitely follow him on Twitter. Doesn't cost you anything at all. Um, so speaking of uh, what's going on, I tomorrow night will be making my triumphant return to Chunky's in Pelham, New Hampshire, uh, doing a fundraiser there. And then uh, I have Friday night off, so I don't know what's going to happen then. And uh, I don't I don't know what else is going to go on. And then, of course, Saturday night, uh, I'm at the Alpine Grove in Hollis, New Hampshire, telling some jokes there. If you guys want to be a sponsor, email, call the hotline uh, and contribute to that. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week where my guest will be Mike Fahey, very funny comedian. Uh, and I'll see you guys next week. Stay warm, this stay dry. This Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2015. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.